everybody welcome back to your bonus episode of the music business yeah. podcast this week we had such a interesting topic here that we thought let's bring this up right away yeah it was but timely yeah before we get to uh this week's guest just a quick reminder and a shout out and thanks to uh everybody at Hypebot and bands thanks, in town for what you do to help and support us and of course to our sponsors bandzoogle.com built my, built by musicians for musicians bandzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and epk for your music bandzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world from weekend warriors to grammy winners all the features you need for a professional website are already built in including hosting and a custom domain name Dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team, seven days a week. So we got a great little offer here for our listeners and viewers out there. Head over to bandzoogle.com, try it for free for 30 days. And when you register, use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY, all one word, and you will get 15% off the first year of any subscription. And of course, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's independent musician. Digital royalty payments can be so small at selling products like CDs, vinyl, t-shirts, online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell online or at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even t-shirts. Head over to discmakers.com place an order for a hundred or more CDs. And when you check out, use the promo code FREEBIZ, all one word, and you will save up to $150 in shipping. So Jay, what are we talking about? We have a returning guest. We have Katie Guastini, who um, we had first had on, you know, three years ago. And she's just a great resource when it comes to what's going on with social media and digital marketing. But you and I were talking about some of the changes with Facebook recently that kind of tripped up uh, ourselves and, and others. And so we thought it'd be nice to have a little bonus episode and get Katie on to kind of walk through some of those issues and maybe, you know, find some resources, some workarounds, uh, some advice. Yeah, it's, it's real. I mean, Trust me, everybody will want to listen to this one because everybody's using Facebook yeah, and everybody's experiencing Facebook issues. And that's all we talk about here. And Katie gives us some great advice on, on dealing with it. So let it roll. Build a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to Bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Today we're joined by Katie Guastini. Katie runs a company called Blue Biscuit that handles a lot of uh, social media and marketing. Uh, Katie, welcome back to the show. You welcome were on back. the show yeah. two years almost to the day. I looked so it up weird. March 22nd, 2018. Actually, that would be three years to the day. Yeah. Oh, crazy. It's that new math. Can you believe it's been that long? No, I love it. Time flies, doesn't it? Thanks for joining us. There's just been so much in the news lately about Facebook and social media and Clubhouse. And I just thought it would be really great to have you on and get kind of a kind of a catch up, kind of an update. But before we kind of dive into that, for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about Blue Biscuit and what you do. Yeah, so uh, my background is in music, worked at several labels, management companies, booking agencies, um, production agencies. Um, and so I started my own uh, boutique digital marketing agency, been doing it for about four years, um, you know, from baby bands who I've created their channels to people with millions of followers, kind of all across the board, um, handling digital strategies, social media, things like that. 
Awesome. Katie, what, what sort of inspired us to reach out um, is, you know, I, I do some social media for some of my clients as well. And I'm sure everybody listening has probably heard rumblings about Facebook, changes at Facebook. Oh, my God, what the hell just happened to this? What's going on? I just got this notice. And, and I had a client who um, had that happen to him. And before consulting with me, went ahead and accepted all these changes and just freaked the hell out of everybody, including myself, where I'm like, good Lord, you know, you just changed this. We might've lost access for this person and now people can't tag you. And so I reached out to Jay because a lot of times I'm just texting Jay going, Jesus Christ, have you just fucking heard what, <laughs> what Facebook has done? Um, and he's like, well, let's get Katie on and let's talk about this. And I was sort of like, yeah, you know, let's not, not talk about the best practices and, and how to use them, but more about what's going on right now and what do people need to be aware of and what do we think this is going to mean to us and what not to do. And I thought I'd throw out to you um, like four or five things that I've seen a lot of people and I'm, I hang out in a lot of admin groups and manager groups and social media groups. And these are things that are popping up across the board with everybody. First of all, we've got a new design to Facebook pages that's either here <laughs> or arriving, depending on who you are. You've got new changes being made to the Facebook groups that are just being pushed out heavily right now. Um, I've personally experienced Facebook events being created, running just fine, and then you come back two days later, and all the details have been erased from all of the event. Links, buying tickets, dates, everything. Um, there's been a rash of people who wake up and their Facebook accounts, ad accounts, are suspended or being banned, and they have no idea. And then there's this old favorite that seems to crop up. I made a post four years ago and all of a sudden today I got flagged for it going against community standards and I'm now in jail. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of this, it's not news to us, but Facebook doesn't, doesn't really put out advance notice saying this is what's gonna happen and this is where we're changing it. And this is where you'll find that it's sort of like you just wake up one day and it's completely different. Yeah. I mean, what, what have you run across, you know, in your, in your daily activities here that above and beyond what I just ran through or what, what are you seeing right now as some of the hot spots in the Facebook world? And this isn't so much Instagram. This is just straight yeah. Facebook. Yeah, they're um, their own beast, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they definitely are. They, they play by their own rules. I know, you know, their development philosophy has always sort of been just hurry up and get it out there and we'll fix it later, you know, yeah. and, and there's a good and a bad to that. I've worked in development teams and, you know, I, I can appreciate wanting to get things out right away, but I also appreciate, tell us what you changed. Tell us yeah. <laughs> how to revert back if we can. Or, you know, in the Facebook world, they're notorious for, well, we're going to roll this out to a select few people. And then next week, a select more get it. And then this country gets it. It's never an across the board rollout. So it's hard to reach out to associates and go, well, what have you seen? And they're like, looks fine to me. Works fine yeah. for me. Yeah, I mean... I feel like Facebook's biggest uh, draw and enemy is their algorithm. So they're using their algorithm internally as well. So those accounts that are getting banned, those four-year-old posts that are getting flagged, that's all part of their algorithm, right? So it's not a person sitting here either reporting right. that post or somebody saying that's bad. Um, and as things happen, uh, you know, in the world and po politics and you know, nobody's a stranger to the news of, uh, you know, how they're handling things that are getting out there, hateful comments, things like that. They're facing more pressure. Um, so those algorithms are being upped. And it's, 
honestly wreaking havoc. It's uh, ad accounts that have been banned simply. Um, I mean, there was, I think three months ago, there was just everyone's ad account was banned in one week. Like it was like, like 60% of ad accounts and everyone in all of my Facebook groups and all my colleagues were freaking out. And, you know, Facebook after like a week and a half was like, sorry, mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it that, it, that is funny. Cause I, I actually had one of my other clients just two days ago, all of a sudden they're admins on their Facebook group and they go in and they no longer have the ability to remove posts, block people. I'm an admin and I had it. And they're yeah. like, well, what's wrong? What? And I'm like, all I can tell you is it's Facebook. And I bet if you come back tomorrow, the problem has just disappeared. <laughs> and sure enough, the next morning, they're like, thank you. Thank you. It just fixed itself. I go, yeah, I wish I knew what it was because that sucks. Mm -hmm. But that is how Facebook kind of plays. Yeah. The, the fact yeah. that like with the ad accounts, they actually came out and said, we're sorry mm -hmm. is more than they usually do in my my experience. Usually you just wake up tomorrow and see their back or it's not. <laughs> it, yeah, it's been reverted. Something's changed. Yeah, yeah that must it's, be I mean, hard for you, Katie, because I'm sure you're getting a flood of email from clients. Um, what's going on with my uh, Facebook? How come this is broken? Why can't my ads run? It must be a real challenge for you. Yeah, well, it's really frustrating because my answer kind of has to be, I have no idea what's know, going on. Yeah, I don't tomorrow. know. Yeah, so sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, you know, I have those weeks with clients where just everything goes wrong on Facebook and I'm sitting there trying to damage control and there's just, there's honestly not much that you can do. Um, yeah. You know, I Is it primarily I'll... Facebook or do you see issues with, you know, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube? Um, there's always weird issues, but it is absolutely primarily Facebook. Even, I, I, even if you're comparing it to Instagram. Yeah, I, I would say in my experience, you know, if, if there's 10 screw ups that you experience in a weekly basis in your job, nine of them are Facebook and the other one is spread across yeah. everything else. Yeah. And the other one is usually nowhere near as drastic as what Facebook pulls on you. I mean, literally to the point of, yeah, yeah, all of a sudden you can't run ads anymore with no explanation and no way to, to, to question it. You all of a sudden can't delete people and, and moderate your Facebook group or, you know, you created a Facebook event for a live streaming event and then all of a sudden it's blank. They've just deleted yeah. all the details out of the event and you put them yeah. back in and an hour later they're deleted again. So Facebook I mean, tends to go any, drastic. Any any social media manager will tell you our biggest gripe is that there's no customer support for such a large platform to the point where, you know, an artist I was working on had a premiere. We posted up um, their video. They're completely unsigned, no label. And we were muted for uh, copyright claims and the restore audio button just wasn't there, which is completely, you know, the, the big machine that is Facebook's messed up and we couldn't reach anyone. So on his premiere day, it basically just didn't happen. And I had no way of doing that. And if you're lucky to have a Facebook rep, you have to hope that they respond in time. But the fact that there's not somewhere you can just immediately go and say, your robots are messing up, please help. It is yeah, yeah bane of my existence. Yeah, we find that it helps sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes if you have a major distributor or a major indie, yes. um, we have had some success with going through, you know, like in grooves, the orchard, you know, mm -hmm. places like that, where they've got uh, a point person that they can reach out to. But Absolutely. even that's kind of hit or miss. You know, Katie, our, our mutual friend, uh, Chris, just got his um, Facebook hacked by somebody and now he doesn't have access he can't get in yeah um and he's reached out to facebook and i mean how many users do they have over a billion i mean yeah. if you think about it how could they possibly have customer service for everybody but there should be some way that you can flag these things so they're looked at maybe a little bit quicker if human eyes need to look at it in the case of something getting shut down like you were talking about 
a video. I was reading this article the other day about um, the Queen's Gambit, right? This that really great uh, show that they had that miniseries they had on, I think Netflix, and it was getting flagged and taken down across Facebook because the words talked about playing chess, black, white, yeah. attack. <laughs> things like that and they were they were yanked down so there's got to be some some sanity to these algorithms at some point the the, the problem is you're 100 right i mean myself i don't know about a month ago i had four years ago i posted the like 1930 something time magazine cover that had adolf hitler on it and I had no commentary on it, just the cover. I mean, it was a real cover. It was 100% legit. And a month ago, they finally said, oh, that goes against our community sir, our community yeah. standards. We're taking this down. If you do this again, you will, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm just like, what is, what's wrong with this, first of all? You know, yeah. community standard is a very vague catch-all. Um, you just don't know what they want and and to the the bigger point here there is no recourse that can easily be accessed to question and ask you can you can go to their help pages and they've got mm-hmm. quite an extensive help section but going back to my client who had inadvertently accepted new page design i said okay hold on i jumped into the help oh here's the steps to revert back to the old page design according to their help Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Those steps no longer work. They yeah. they haven't updated their help to where they are comp- literally at in the live system. So it's it's problematic if you can't. I can understand not having enough customer support for a user base that large, but that means you've got to have a very robust self help knowledge base, yeah. knowledge mm-hmm. base FAQ that is extremely updated. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Katie, is it a moving target? when you talk about these terms of service, because it doesn't sound like it's static, like uh, from what Michael describes and what I've seen and, and some of the things I've heard from you, is it that these are evolving and changing over time? And, and it's not like they're published on a web page where you can just kind of go in. Right. Are you kind of just learning as you go, like what things are yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a little, I mean, luckily, you know, I'm in a lot of groups and I'm on LinkedIn and I'm paying attention. So when those things happen or they're very, you know, imminently coming, I'm pretty on top of it. Yeah. Um, but that being said, it's not like it comes with, like you said, months of warning. So if it's a really big change. Um, and then of course, I also use a bunch of tools that are, are partnered with um, Facebook schedulers, things like that. Um, but I can't tell you how many times, you know, you pay a lot of money for a tool. It does this really awesome thing. And then they get that email that's like, Facebook's changing their API. We can no longer offer this, you know, bulk of our service that you're paying for. Sorry. Yeah. So that's really challenging too, but it is, I mean, every time a client's like this really weird things happening, what's going on half the time, it's just me kind of on the back end trying to figure it out and see if it's a glitch or if it's a new thing that we don't know about. Um, yeah. and just troubleshooting. Is you know, it harder to reach an audience now than it was before? Or is it more expensive, difficult, challenging? If you want to target, um, let's say you're advertising uh, to reach a certain market, is it better, worse? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so much more saturated. So pair that with the algorithms that they have. I mean, Facebook's very unique in that its algorithm will literally stop your post from being seen in certain places. Whereas on Instagram, uh, it just pushes it down farther based on a user's direct interaction with your page. Whereas on Facebook, if you know they post something that you know dings you, that's going to potentially stop it from actually being in somebody's feed. No other platforms like that. Um, so pair that with the fact that it's just so much, uh, you know, so much more saturated than it used to be. Um, I forget exactly what year it was, but I remember reading that Facebook was going to run out of ad space. Um, which obviously drives up, drives up your cost per clicks and all sure, of your, sure. your ad spend. Um, and a lot of people don't realize, but if you go right now, I believe it's every five posts is an ad on Facebook. Literally, yeah, if you just scroll in, yeah. ad. Wow. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's a lot of competition. And, you know, I, I tell a lot of my clients, like, 
when we're running these ads, it's a bid system against the world. We're trying to beat out this audience. So if you just want to go for, you know, like teenage cell phone users, you know how many people you're going to be competing with? Everyone wants that audience. So you really have to drill down and everyone's kind of like, oh, that's not enough. Let's go broad. Let's go. The, the example I always use is everyone wants to target like the Beatles or uh, ACDC. And I'm like, first of all, do you really sound like either of those bands? Is that really going to make sense? And second of all, half of those bands are people that bought the shirt at Walmart once and think it's cool or heard that one song on the radio. Um, you have to really think about if there's that deep connection that actually makes sense, not the connection you want to happen. Um, so that makes it really challenging as well. Yeah. You know, the, one of the things I've, I've discovered is when you do run into an issue, if you're on the desktop and things are broken, before absolute panic sets in, go try the same thing on your iPhone, try mm -hmm. the same thing on your iPad. They've also got uh, a creator app and the business suite app. So mm -hmm. you would, sadly, you would be shocked to learn what's broken on one works completely fine on the other, other yeah. one. And if you're locked out from getting into your page on the desktop, you might be able to get into it through the business suite app. Yeah. Um, that's a, it's a plus, but it's also another huge frustration that a lot of people who manage social media are like, well, why am I using this app versus that app? Mm -hmm. One feature difference between the two. Um, you know, I, I guess I'm just stating here, it would be nice if they also kind of brought all of them into parity of mm -hmm. like, all right, we only need one app to be a management app, whether you yeah. want it to be the creator studio or the business suite, merge them together, but give me the same functionality for setting up an ad as I've got on the desktop as I can do mm -hmm. in your yeah. ad manager app. You yeah. know, that that's, totally. I think for people like us, we can take the deep breath and work through it. But when we've got a lot of DIY users out there who are doing it themselves, they may not have any idea all of these yeah. other options for troubleshooting. And that's that can be very frustrating. Yeah, and I think they're trying to do that a little bit with their business manager and creator studio. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar, but you can kind of bring all of your uh, messaging apps into one thing so you don't have to go check Instagram, check yep. Facebook and whatnot. Um, but I just, you know, the creator studio and the page redesign, it's just mind-blowing to me because it is absolutely not user-friendly um something that i could do uh, you know if you're somebody that likes to schedule posts on the facebook feed you have to go to creator studio and not only that you have to click through six different pages just to get there whereas before you could literally just do it so great that everything's together but now it's double the work if you're not a social media manager if you're you know karen the small bakery owner down the street Figuring that out can be so frustrating. It's something you know you have to do. You don't want to do it. You're not tech savvy. And just having to figure out where these things are, what the language is, and you know what, what is Creator Studio, what does it do, um, what is cross-posting, it can be so frustrating. Well, that brings yeah. up a really good point, Katie. I talk to artists mainly, um, and very frequently I'll meet with them. And a lot of times I'll introduce you to them. But sometimes they'll say things like, oh, I, I, I handle my own socials. You know, I, I, I know how to handle all of that. And when you start asking them about things like, well, are you, you know, putting together kind of a content calendar? Are you creating assets for this? You know, are you looking at the analytics on the back end or seeing what's working, what's not? And nine times out of 10, it's no, yeah. they're not. <laughs> And I'd love for you to talk a little bit about your experience with clients and socials, because socials is one of those things that, you know, reminds me of photography in the sense that everybody can do it, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean everybody's a pro at doing it. Right. right. Can you talk yeah. about that a little bit about clients running their own socials and, and yeah. how what you do maybe a little differently than what, you know, the average person might do? Yeah, so it, it's exactly your point. It's more than just, you know, I took this really pretty picture and I'm posting it every day. It's, I think people don't realize it's psychology, you know, use this word, not this word. 
Um, you know, the color blue really helps, whereas, you know, green and black aren't really actually interacted with. Uh, like, it's, it's literally color psychology. It's knowing what makes them tick beyond just market research. Um, my, my favorite thing, it happens all the time, is when I'm working with a creative director or photographer or something, they send me a shot that's awesome. It's so pretty, beautiful shot, but social media has totally different rules. It has to be you know, over a certain size of text, otherwise people on their phones can't see it. Um, it's knowing things like most, the average person reads at a seventh grade level. So using like really big convoluted words might tr not translate, especially in ad copy. Um, it's things like knowing the, you know, your favorite stat, J85% of videos are not watched with sound. Yeah. And it's keeping on top of all of that. So it's so much more than just having a good photo because the best photographer in the world literally could send me a photo and it might not be right for social. And that's, that's just because it plays by a different set of rules. Um, and then of yeah, course yeah. the strategy, it blows my mind how many people don't really even think about looking at your analytics to post at the best time of day. Um, or the problem that I really see that holds most people back is their own assumptions because they happen to be on TikTok or they happen to be on Instagram and either one thing works for their personal page or they just think they've read something in one article and that becomes fact. So I had somebody, you know, just very matter of factly, like it was the truest statement in the world, tell me um, jazz doesn't do well on TikTok. And I was like, are you kidding me? Have you seen the viral? Everyone needs background music yeah. for their funny videos and jazz is huge well if it's um, on the internet it's got to be true right if somebody yeah, likes exactly something like and that is my biggest i mean so many clients get in their own way and half of my time is spent undoing what they've learned or you know just hiding for themselves so social media is really hard because everyone thinks they know because everyone's on it um and it's it's a little less valued and a lot of people come to me and tell me they want to be social media managers and i'm like i hope you know it's not always fun <laughs> oh god yeah no <laughs> numbers and graphs and it reminds me of this great quote from from doc mcgee uh, this gentleman said to him uh, one night at a show that he was thinking of getting into artist management and doc without skipping a beat just looked at him and goes yep everybody's a bull rider until you open up the gate <laughs> yeah Exactly. So, I mean, it really is like I'm, I have my hands on so much and a lot of people tend to think, you know, because I do the internet, I do everything. So people ask me if I do PR, people ask me if I do SEO um, and it's just anything that's not, I mean, I had somebody ask me about NFTs the other day and I'm like, yeah. that is not social media. I know what they are and how they work could not help you there. So yeah. it's, it's definitely a challenge. Are you getting involved with Clubhouse at all? I mean, it's not your typical social media network, but it is kind of a social media uh, network. Or, I mean, I don't know what advertising or marketing opportunities are there. I've been just using it more as uh, like a radio that I listen to when I'm working really? sometimes on subjects that I'm interested in. Have you dipped your foot in uh, yeah in so they're essentially live uncut podcasts which are cool um my issue with clubhouse is uh, you know for me to have to drop everything at the start of a live conversation and tune in and actually listen um it's really hard so it's actually been really challenging for me personally to spend time on it yeah um, and i've talked to a lot of social media people and we kind of feel the same way podcasts are great but you you think about when you do them it's on your drive to work or when you wake up or when you're working out um, if you haven't planned to do those things right when a conversation you want to hear is on, it's kind of hard to figure it out. And a lot of it also became um, just sales rooms like, you know, come join me here and I'll talk about how to invest your money into Bitcoin and we'll learn together. <laughs> and it's them just selling the whole time. So there's definitely some really, really cool rooms and opportunities on there. It's just it's not as great as I thought it would be from like an experience level. You know, I, I, I heard somebody, oh, I'm getting some feedback there. Um, somebody described it as um, Clubhouse is kind of the new turntable right now. For those of us who remain, remember Turntable FM, which was the hottest thing for playing music in a social network until, as you just described it, Turntable was... You couldn't just sit back and be passive about it. You had to lean forward and get involved to use turntable. Yes. And 
in the case of turntable, music is very much a sit back type of thing. It's in the background. You're not actually engaging in the music. Clubhouse is sort of that same way to some extent in that you've got to lean in and you've got to be part of it. You've, if you want to really use it, you're engaging in it. Mm -hmm. It can't just be behind you, so to yeah. speak. It's not a passive app at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll, it will be very interesting to see how it develops. I've heard some of the similar complaints where, yeah, you know, I don't want to go into another how to build a funnel and join my multi-level marketing group and, yeah. you know, all of that sort of stuff. Because, you know, as we've talked about in social media, people don't want to be sold to. They yeah. want to be entertained and they yeah. want to be educated and they want to be informed. They don't want to be sold to. So, right. you know. I think this falls on Clubhouse's shoulders to stay on top of this mm -hmm. before, before the crap sort of collapses in on what they've got that's good, you know, yeah. and, and they start yeah. filtering it out. Yeah. And I think, you know, to Katie's point, they, they need to have some type of time shifting uh, functionality there. So when there's something really interesting that you want to listen in on, maybe you can listen to it later during yeah. your drive, your workout, your dinner, you just wouldn't be able to raise your hand and comment. I'm probably having more positive um, experiences with Clubhouse than most of my friends in the business, just because I'm very surgical about which rooms I go into, you know, Dimitri Vitsa over at uh, Music Tectonics has a really cool meetup every week. And I've jumped into a few of those. And uh, my friend Atrin um, has this artist managers group that I've, I've jumped into a few times. And I've, I've really enjoyed it. But I can see how it's, it, you can get lost in that rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's really interesting because everyone kind of scrambled at it just because, again, human psychology was invite only. Um, and they spread out their invites, of course, first to friends and family who were Silicon Valley. So it very quickly grew to tech bros. Yep. <laughs> and that yeah. was the bulk of their thing. So I think they just need to figure out, you know, again, to your point, replays and then just kind of bringing in like a more diverse crowd. So there's something for everyone. And it's not quite all of those, you know, technology sales kind of yeah. room. Yeah. Katie, I'd love to get um, a, a couple resources from you. I know I've got a couple Facebook groups that I hang out in. When, when somebody is, whether it's Facebook or just any social media, running into an issue mm -hmm. and unknown what the hell just happened and how do I solve this? Because they can't call somebody, they can't email customer support. What are some of the groups that you like to frequent that you can post a question, get an answer, get some feedback, or just follow along because you know what's being posted there is usually pretty reputable from the people who are making the posts? Yeah, so I would absolutely say if you're in the LA area, Social Media Club LA, it's, it's very much... Um, there's, there's social media managers, which is great. And it's really big, but it's a lot of, you know, like real estate people who want to get into social media or people who have never done it um, and want to ask, you know, one question about their business. So it kind of you know, dilutes the answers a little bit, but social media club LA is very specifically digital people and people who are experienced and they always have really wonderful answers or are willing to troubleshoot with you. Um, as well as the group Facebook ad buyers, even for non-ad things, they're really helpful and very, very knowledgeable. Um, but I would also say, honestly, just Google it because it's probably happened to yeah. somebody yeah. else before. Yeah. And um, the, the social media blogs are really good about keeping up with that and troubleshooting. And there's an article about anything, whether or not it's on Facebook. Um, I wish I could remember. It might actually just be is facebookdown.com, but there's um, there's a website that will literally tell you if there's a reported issue and how many reports it's gotten. And you can oh, that's see, okay, great. Split. yeah, I'll have to find it. Um, but I look, there's one for every social. I, 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 I would also add a, pro, the primary one that I'm really enjoying now um, is Mari Smith's social scoop, mm -hmm. which she's, she's a huge social media expert i mean and not just in facebook but she understands them all and social scoop is a facebook group where 
it's not a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot of people talking about real stuff. It's not silly questions. It's not somebody trying to sell you on something. Right. Um, you can usually get a response within a few hours from somebody who's yeah. either going to confirm that they've got, this is part of it. Sometimes all you want is confirmation that you're not the only one experiencing this 1, problem. thousand percent. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and, and that way some, you know, three other people are immediately going, yeah, I'm seeing the same thing. I'm following this. I can't wait to see what the solution is mm -hmm. because that sort of makes you feel better in that you didn't break something. You yeah. didn't do something wrong. Now, you know, I hate to say you're passing the buck because when you're on the phone with a client, you don't want to pass the buck, but you want to literally be able to say, we're doing everything we're supposed to do here. Yeah. It's broken on Facebook's end and we're yeah. researching it. Yep. Yeah. My favorite response is, you know, that happened to me two years ago. My only workaround was this weird thing. And, half the well, time and, and, and that's, that's, that's the good thing about some of these groups. And, and one of the big skills when you manage social media is being able to think on your feet and what's a workaround. How do I get around this? Mm -hmm. Boy, your video just got flagged and we can't post it. How do we get around this and still premiere a video? Yeah, we what do we do differently for ads? I mean, you know, I had gotten to the point a couple of years ago where I was I, I was getting flagged like many people for just un stupid posts where you're just like, what is yeah. this? You know, and you get thrown into jail for three days. Yeah. You know, I, Jay Metal Tim just had this happen on his Brave Words Facebook group. He posted some one of his colleagues posted today in metal history and that's all it was it went against community standards and the guy yeah. who posted it got thrown in jail for 30 days right out yeah. of the gate oh my it. gosh no idea why and i told tim i'm like i'm going to give you a little bit of advice this isn't suggested by facebook but go create a backup account that you can use on facebook so if you get thrown into jail you can go use your backup account to continue to post, yeah. you know, make that backup account an admin on every one of your pages yeah, and admin in all of your groups. You don't actively use it. It just sits there, but you inevitably somebody cool. is going to trip up and you're going to get thrown into jail for three days or 30 days or three months. And you'll be very glad that you can just change accounts yeah. and go in and continue to admin and, and manage stuff for your business or your clients. I mean, it's sad that that's what the workaround is for a lot of this. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, as we all know, the reality is Facebook doesn't want you to have a backup account. Yeah. You can, you can only have one account per person. So, I mean, you know, don't get mad at me if you do that and then you get banned because they catch you doing that. But this is the sort of stuff as a manager You've got to figure out those workarounds. Yeah. Because well, they, they don't help. It's interesting you say that because that's another thing that I deal with a lot of clients are like, isn't this, this thing really bad for the algorithm if we do this? And it's kind of like, maybe, but there are literally over a thousand things per post that Facebook's paying attention to. You cannot follow them all. So is, you know, including a link in your caption and having people see it and able to click it worth maybe losing three people on your timeline. I think it is. So it's, it's a lot of kind of, you know, you cannot please Facebook all the time at all times because it, again, it's not a real human. It's, it's a computer and there's, there's just no way. If you were to follow all of their rules, you wouldn't be marketing. Yeah, um, you, could, you couldn't post anything other, other than pictures of cats and dogs. And that would yeah, be it. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Um, Katie, before we wrap up, back to like that short little list I ran through, um, especially when it comes to Facebook pages and now Facebook groups, what are you seeing with these new changes that are coming and slowly being rolled out and some people already have? What do we need to be aware of before we say, yes, accept this and change my group, change my page? Yeah. 
Yeah, so the biggest thing for groups, I would say, is the new um, coming of uh, public groups, where I, I have to look a little bit more into it, but it looks like they'll be off of Facebook as well, which I think is really interesting. So I'm assuming that means you can kind of host it somewhat on your website or something, but I, don't quote me on that yet. I've just kind of started digging into this. Um, but I think a lot of people think, oh, public group, I don't want my group private, except, and it, it doesn't mean that. So you do have to read when you get that notice what that means. Um, and there are some changes, like you could just kind of automatically approve people if they meet certain criteria without having to sit there and hit approve. Um, so there's some good and some bad. I would just honestly suggest um, just like you've said, making sure you're reading all of those before agreeing to something. And also maybe realizing that, you know, maybe this change will be inevitable at some point, but maybe you don't want it right now. I held off on the new yes. layout for a really long time because uh, I saw other people posting about it and I was like, nope. So, yeah, that, that, that's sort of been my attitude. Um, oh, feed, feedback again. A little bit of feedback. Um, with, with Facebook, I mean, you know, Jay and I are inevitably, we love beta testing stuff, but yeah. Facebook is one where I've said, I am not beta testing yeah. anymore. Exactly. If you yeah. offer me this change, thank you, but I will not accept it until you force me to yeah. accept it. Yeah. Because keep in mind, a lot of, it, it's beta software. So that means some of the features when they're offering you this new group right now, that will finally be there in three to six months when it's forced on everybody aren't yeah. there yet. So you will lose some functionality. What don't know. And it might not be major functionality. It's important, but that's the way Facebook changes are that you accept that group right now or the new page design right now, you might lose something for the next three weeks until they finally quietly roll out the fix yeah. Which they won't tell you they've rolled out the fix. <laughs> yeah. You just go back to the page and all of a sudden you're like, where'd the button go? Or how yeah. did that button get here? So my life. yeah, I mean, my personal advice is never accept any of these offers to upgrade and make changes yeah. until Facebook says, we're making you do it. Yeah. And some of them I, I will, uh, for instance, Facebook Collab, I'll, I'll have to explore that, you know, just for my job's sake. Um, Facebook Collab is, is their answer to TikTok, essentially. Um, so there's things like that. Um, I would say the other thing to be aware of that's probably the biggest is the Facebook Pixel change. So with yep. the new iOS update, essentially, it's basically you're able to turn off cookies, so you will not be tracked by that Pixel. So if you land on somebody's page and they have the Pixel, they're not going to follow you around. Um, and serve you ads. <clears throat> Some say that's a good thing. I actually, I'm on the fence because I like personalized ads. I don't want ads for, you know, men's clothing or certain things mm. like that. Does it feel creepy sometimes? Absolutely. Does Facebook violate privacy? Absolutely. Um, but I am on the fence as to what this means. Um, and then on the advertiser side, of course, you lose so much data. Um, and so I would say, just make sure that you're, there's, there's really high tech changes to that. They have a conversions API that kind of um, works with the website directly. So if you're using Shopify, they're a partner and, you know, you can track people through Shopify instead of the pixel. So there are workarounds, they're very technical. So again, if you're not savvy, they can be a little bit complicated. Um, but the biggest thing to know is if you're running ads, specifically conversion ads, you will be losing that data. Well, and <laughs> I would add, if you are running ads, oh, where's that feedback coming from? I don't know. Uh, you're running ads that click and link you off to a third-party site because the Facebook pixel goes on a third-party website. Mm -hmm. So if all you're doing is boosting a post in Facebook, boosting a Facebook video, the Facebook mm -hmm. pixel isn't going to impact you right. in, in that case. So this is... You know, I want to put a link up that links to Eventbrite so I can, you know, sell tickets. Okay, that's where this becomes an impact. Yeah. So you do also have to look at your business and what you're required to use. If you're yeah. doing no off-site advertising, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's, not, it's not impacting you. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like mostly it's going to ex uh, affect apps and e-com, um, but... For the most part, the best way to think about it is 
essentially when somebody leaves Facebook, you no longer know what they're doing. Whereas before you could see where they were going on your page, what actions they took. Um, so you just don't have any data after they click that link. The right. easiest way to think about it. Yeah. So, 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 Katie, so that, mean, that means I will ahead. stop getting ads from Amazon for the product I just purchased from Amazon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my least favorite. I, I like seeing what ads are served up to me. I really do. And sometimes they're really good. But as Michael describes, that's one of the only weaknesses I think of Amazon. And they're, they're the beast when it comes to feeding up ads. Um, you know, I'll buy a new lens or whatever. And then a couple of days later, I get an ad for that Exactly. Yeah, not going to buy again. So, so Katie, um, where can people find you on on the web, on socials? Where can they learn more about what you do yes. in your company? Just blue biscuit, like a cookie. And my boyfriend's Australian, so to me, that's a cookie. But bluebiscuitdigital.com, at bluebiscuitdigital on Instagram, Katie at bluebiscuitdigital.com, uh, bluebiscuit and I'll, I'll be here. I'll be answering any questions. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always a wealth of information every time we chat. And uh, I really appreciate your time today. Happy Thank to come you, back Katie. anytime. Thank you so much. All right. Discmakers.com. Use code FREEBIZ for ground shipping on CD orders of 100 units or more, $150 value. It's, yeah. it's a strange world, that Facebook world that oh we live in, you know. I think it, we can safely say we we love to hate all yeah. of us love to hate Facebook and it's Facebook has kind of become like Google you can't remove it from your life as much as you're yeah. like I don't want to ever use it anymore it's too important of a marketing tool but yeah it's become too ingrained in everything yeah and it's challenging because these problems aren't consistent Every time you and I talk about these problems, there's a new one and the old one's fixed or it's a moving target. And I think that's why it's so important to have a social media expert like Katie. And, and I've used her for a lot of campaigns. Um, and it helps to have someone who's on top of all of those changes. Yeah. And and it it's very important. Go find some of these groups that Katie and I talked about and join them. Even if you don't have questions, just join them and follow the conversations because you will get um, quite often early indications of upcoming problems of what does this mean? What should you not do? Don't accept that. This is, or it's as simple as, well, the feature that you used to have here is now moved over to here. Um, that's so important because Facebook is terrible about documenting changes yeah, yeah and as you not, said you'll you'll know that you're not alone yeah you're <laughs> not alone people are having these same issues and and you know like like the new rollout for the new facebook groups i mean if you go to the link that they've provided that tells you about it it's all very happy pr copy oh this is going to be the greatest thing and we're doing this and this and you know nothing i feel you better. know you know when we all know the reality is, well, this is what it's really changing on you. I mean, you know, like I, I will, I will say that one of the big concerns right now people have with the new Facebook groups that are rolling out is as a public group, people can join without approvals. People can post without being in the group. Yeah. So kind of defeats the purpose of having a group de sometimes. Defeats the purpose of having tightly moderated groups because Keep in mind, groups can get penalized for the content the group members post. It's kind of funny when you think about it because Facebook itself doesn't want to be penalized for the content their users post in Facebook, but Facebook is going to penalize you as a group owner if one of your group members posts something that goes against community standards and gets taken down, you get flagged for it and your well, group could get close. It, it really is. I mean, you know, so. Do as I say, not as I do. You've got to look at that, the happy copy they tell you about a new feature and look at what it really means in relation to how you use it. You know, if they're yeah. changing a tool set that you don't use, 
okay, no big deal. But if you live and breathe in a Facebook group that's got 10,000 people in it, and all of a sudden they make a change that might risk your group status, that could impact your business. Absolutely. Big time. Yeah. So don't be quick to jump into accepting this stuff. You got to do some research as to what these changes are going to be. Um, join groups of other people who have experienced this. So you, again, you don't feel alone, but maybe you'll find that solution. Yeah. I've found solutions to a number of things in some of these yeah. groups and it's really helpful. Yeah. So just to recap those, you, you were talking about social scoop. She had mentioned social media club, LA and Facebook ad buyers for. Yes. Uh, and, and I would also mention there's another group, not nearly as active right now as it was a year ago, but there's a group that's called like Facebook Boost US. And it grew out of about a year ago, Facebook had a traveling road show called Facebook Boost that went around to a bunch of major cities. And it was like a Facebook day. And I went out to it and it was a very high level. Here's how to use Facebook and ads. And you could talk to people and blah, blah, blah. But the group was a very worthwhile group in getting answers about Facebook. Mari Smith's social scoop covers all networks. You could go in there and talk about Clubhouse, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube, anything. That's my primary go-to group when I've got a question because it's filled with some incredibly knowledgeable people. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned something that people, <laughs> it seems so simple that they miss. And that is sometimes just Google it. There's this really great site called Let Me Google That For You. So if somebody ever sends you a message saying, hey, what time does that thing start tonight? You know, like they could have just Googled it. You just put that into Let Me Google That For You. And when they open the link, it moves their cursor to Google, opens up Google and types it in. It's yep. hilarious. You but know, sometimes it's that simple. It, it, it really is. Sometimes it's as simple as literally copying the exact error message or response you get from Facebook. Yeah. Paste that into a Google search and you will be surprised how many responses you will have to that error message that will give you, you know, quite often it's indications that there's nothing you can do, but at Hey, you know. at least, you know, that it's not yeah. unique to you that, cause a lot of times that's what it is. You might be like, well, did I configure the video upload wrong? Did I miss a step? And when you can see that it's happening to everybody else, you're like, okay, I got it all set up right. It's something on Facebook's yeah. end. And we just yeah. got to now think about what's the work around. Can you yeah. revert? Is there a way to go in through a side door? The side door a lot of times is switch from the desktop to an iPad app or switch to the creator studio, any of, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It makes no sense, but trust me when I say, when it doesn't work on, if it doesn't work on your iPad, go try it on your desktop. Good advice. Vice versa. Yep. All right. So uh, bonus, this was your bonus episode this week. Yeah. Uh, this we'll, we'll, be, we'll, we'll be back recording again tomorrow. Um, of course, subscribe on youtube follow us on spotify spotify now the number one podcasting yeah can you believe it app destination overtook apple overtook apple so follow us on spotify and subscribe on apple and itunes as well they're still there they're the number two <laughs> they try harder and uh just a real quick shout out thank you to hypebot Bands in Town, Bandzoogle, and Disc Makers for everything you do to support us. And we'll see everybody it. next episode.